Welcome back to the True Geordie YouTube channel. Now, I know I said I wouldn't talk about Andrew Tate anymore, but unfortunately, he's just gotten himself locked up and now is one of the most talked about things on YouTube. So it's basically impossible to avoid. A lot of you, because of my interactions with him, which I'm not proud of, will probably think I'm here to glow. Oh, you got yourself arrested, yada, yada, yada. But potentially, there's six victims or more here and that's nothing to laugh at. What I want to do in this video is just look into what he's been accused of, look at the evidence, and look at what we know, and then you guys can make your own minds up. So he was having an argument with a teenage girl on Twitter because that's what you do when you're 36 and the top G, apparently. <laughs> like, I said I wasn't going to laugh, but that bit I can laugh at because it's just ridiculous. So Greta Thunberg, by her own Twitter bio, is an autistic climate justice activist. So as you'll have already seen, I'm sure Tate made a tweet, I've got 33 cars, my Bugatti, yada, yada, yada. And Greta... <laughs> Greta just responds with, please do enlighten me. Email me at smoldickenergy at getalife.com. This is now one of the most liked tweets in history. So to say he got destroyed is, is an understatement there. And that is quite funny, but it's harmless. It's silly. And you'd think to yourself, leave it at that, mate. But no. So for whatever reason, Andrew couldn't just leave it at that. He had to respond. I'm actually mad at Greta. Right? Because she doesn't realize she's been programmed. She doesn't realize she's a slave of the Matrix. Enough of that waffle, because this is where it actually gets interesting. The pizza boxes that he actually acknowledges in the video give away his location to the police force who have been looking for him. So Tate was arrested, as you're all aware, uh, as part of a human trafficking and rape investigation. And according to the report here in the Daily Mail, kept six women under house arrest 24-7 like prisoners, it was alleged last night. Officials close to the case said Tate asked his employees to shadow his victims every move, forcing them to take part in online pornographic videos. The abuse was physical and emotional. They were not allowed to leave the house without security and they were watched day and night, a Romanian judicial source told the mail. They were essentially kept under house arrest 24-7 like prisoners. They were deprived of their freedom and followed everywhere. The 36-year-old was arrested and his brother Tristan, 34, alongside their assistants Georgiana and Luana at their £600,000 villa in the Romanian capital Bucharest yesterday morning. The dawn raid by officers from the city's anti-organised crime unit was part of a nine-month-long investigation. The four were taken by police into a cell in Bucharest before a court hearing which authorities are seeking to keep them in detention for one month, which now has been agreed to, although Tate's lawyers are appealing it. Prosecutors allege that Tate recruited the women on social media platforms and lured them to Bucharest by falsely professing his love and intention to marry them. The tactics are known as the lover boy method, which is used by criminals to recruit victims who are suffering from economic hardship by seducing them with gifts and promises of a better life. The six victims were forced to take part in videos on the adult content platform OnlyFans. We have information based on what they said on social media that one of the girls brought in up to 50,000 euros a month and they were giving no money from what they earned. The women included an American, a Moldovan, and four Romanian nationals. The 22-year-old, who can't be named for legal reasons, had managed to recover her mobile phone and call her boyfriend in the US who alerted the embassy. There is some debate on whether or not it was the pizza box that gave us the location away, and really, who cares? The point is, is he's been arrested, and who is it 
who's actually arresting him. Well, there's a Romanian lawyer on YouTube, because everyone's on fucking YouTube, who actually has a bit of information on the prosecutor behind the investigation into Andrew Tate. The prosecutor that is leading the case is actually a chief prosecutor, and he's very well known in Romania for leading some of the biggest and most famous cases against anti-mafia. For example, he's very well known for arresting the biggest drug lord in Romania. The man arrested the biggest drug lord in Romania, so they've hardly got Chief Wiggum on it. You know, this is a serious man. He's also known for being one of the toughest prosecutors in Romania, and because of his past experience and because he received during his career a lot of death threats, he has 24-7 security assured by the special forces. So the guy on the job took down that many big-time criminals. He needs security. Like, that says a lot. What we can take from that is he ain't going to be intimidated by anyone, especially not a man who's teaching how to become an online hustler. You know, I don't think he's going to be bothered about Andrew Tate. Now, in my opinion, being that he's very experienced, he would have never arrested them in the first place if he didn't have enough evidence to support the case. Big point there from the Romanian lawyer here, Stefan Loredan. Sorry if I've mispronounced uh, your name there, mate. This man is a serious dude who is not going to have arrested Andrew Tate with zero evidence. That is very important because when you look at the online reaction, everyone who has any like for Andrew Tate is already saying he's innocent, let him go. And we're hearing from a Romanian lawyer, this man doesn't play around. And if he's arrested him, there's some serious shit behind it. So after Tate's arrest, his fans were flooding Twitter, blaming the Matrix for his arrest. Now, the Matrix seems to be a word that Andrew uses for the powers that be. I'm assuming he's not referring to the great movie in 99 featuring Keanu Reeves, big fan. And obviously in that movie, you have the agents and, you know, just to be clear, it was fictional, but he often references they, them in interviews. And this is an example of one video that was tweeted a load of times where he quote unquote predicted his arrest. They're either going to try and put me in jail or they're going to kill me. And I would never kill myself under any circumstances ever. And the reason I say this, and I say this to people, and they go, but what can they put you in jail for? And I'm like, how ignorant are you in your ignorance to believe they need a reason? You believe it's fair. You believe I can get a lawyer and prove myself innocent. That's not how it works. They decide you're guilty long before and they find a reason why. And it doesn't matter what you do about it. You will pay the fucking price. It's not fair. None of it is. Every single system's corrupt. There's one or two possibilities here. One possibility that there's a big conspiracy to stop Andrew Tate and that the, the powers that be are out to get him. The other side of that is he's predicting it because he knows fine well he's been up to no good. If I have eight pints of Guinness on a night out, I don't predict on the night out that I'm going to wake up with a hangover the next morning. I know it's coming because I know what I did. You following? This man was brushing up against the authorities for a decade, right? He'd, he'd had issues for a long time and he was raided back in April for this very thing. So him then later on going on about getting arrested when he knows they're looking into him as if he's some sort of Nostradamus and then his fans like, he called it. He called it. Again, I'm not saying he's guilty, but come on, use your fucking head. Could it be that he may be aware of some shit? Now, this video was taken the week of Andrew Tate's arrest, like literally seven days beforehand. And the answer to all things in life is to take absolute and utter self-accountability for all the good and all the bad. You must look at yourself and realize that everything good that happened in your life is your fault and everything bad that happens in your life is completely your fault. And with that, having that high degree of absolute accountability, it doesn't matter even if it rains outside, I blame myself because I didn't have to be in London, right? I could have gone, I could have stayed in Dubai. So that's Tate saying he believes they're always taking accountability. Now let's look at him when he got arrested. The Matrix has attacked me. 
In terms of taking accountability, like Tate claimed he does, putting everything on the matrix, it's not really that, is it? Don't blame it on sunshine. Don't blame it on moonlight. Blame it on the matrix. Woo! I don't even know what to say anymore. This is just so weird, man. We're talking about a movie made in 99 here. Neo was getting done for cyber crimes, right? Because he was hacking into NASA and shit. You ain't Neo, mate. Surely if the Matrix wanted to get him that bad, they could have just started their own podcast and invited him on. Because this man will go on any podcast who will have him. And I'll say this again. I don't know if this guy is guilty. What we do know is he said a lot of things in the past in relation to his webcam business, to the way he treats women. And we're going to look into that now and see how that lines up between what he's been accused of. The beginning of it was I messaged my six girlfriends and told them they're all coming to live with me and I had a job for them in London. Uh, two of them wouldn't come. Four of them agreed. I was like, we're going to make money, load money up, a bunch of money. You're going to live with me. Just to be clear, I've heard this story a couple of times and both times the numbers change. We'll put it down to a rusty memory. I've been with you all. I'm starting a webcam business. I'm going to get rich. Some of you are going to come with me to the top of the mountain or if you're pissed off, you can fucking fly home. Which is very matter of fact to the point because I needed money at this point. Now I have not agreed to take another fight. I need money now. Just an idea. Maybe just get a job like other hardworking people do, but. So I cut down to like a special forces team of around eight girls. And that's where I made my most money. When I had four girlfriends, my brother had four girlfriends, me, my brother, eight women living in one house. He's established the business model here. He has four girlfriends, girlfriends. His brother has four girlfriends. That's how they did it. And in this clip, Tate says that he had an altercation with a woman who was working with him. And then I had one girl and she got too drunk one day and she threw up in my apartment. I told her to clean up. She refused to clean up. Start being an idiot. So I took her stuff throughout the window. Seems like a fairly reasonable course of action for someone who's working with you, you know? And she was my biggest earning girl. She made me on her own maybe $25,000 a month. Oh, Damn. shit. So I didn't want to fire her. And she knew I didn't want to fire her, which is more reason why I had to fire her at. <laughs> so I, I was like, all right, cool. You want to be a gangster? Right, you're a gangster. Got her shit. We're like high up. We're like high up like here. It was just out the window. So I out the window. Got her by her two arms and marched her out the door, locked the door. End of it. Okay, so he, he admits he, he put his hands on her. He doesn't say he hit her, but he, he frog-marched her out the fucking door. She starts texting me, texting me, you owe me my last month's wages, you owe me my money, give me my money. Did I text her back? I ain't paying you nothing. You threw up my blah, 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 blah. She went to the police. Oh, shit. And told the police I hit her. So let's just get this straight. This was his top earning girl. And she threw up, refused to clean it up, was mouthing off. He threw her stuff out the window for that. Frog-marched her out. She then goes to the police and says, he hit me. This just doesn't make sense to me. You know, this was your best earning employee. You don't just get rid of them over something small like throwing up, and then they don't just accuse you of hitting them. This is a very bizarre story immediately. I heard the door, boom, 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 boom. And I don't know how I knew, I just knew it was police. Probably because they shouted police. It's usually a giveaway. I've done mm -hmm. some things when I had to pay the bills. Right. So I was a bit like, ah, oh, what's this going to be? So I like flush my phone down the toilet quickly. Boom. <laughs> shit, I'm, I'm coming. I'm coming. I was like, who are you? And they're like, you're under arrest for a suspicion of assault of this dumb hoe. Bear in mind that this girl would have been a girlfriend. Uh, yeah. They kept me in a cell for a day and a half. They sent officers to raid my house, took all my electronics, took all my phones, all my laptops, went through my Damn. entire personal life, found 11 new things to raise charges against me for. It's unrelated because the original case got dropped. 
because she had no evidence and she was lying because all the other girls in the house went to on and, te and testified against her she's lying yeah. okay so according to him the other girls told the police he was innocent now logically if he gets sent to prison they all lose their income too because this man is the one who's keeping it all together he's the glue of the situation there's a very good reason for them to cover for him that doesn't mean he's guilty but this whole story it doesn't not only does it not add up it just doesn't sound good in any way so this is what he said when asked about his girl doing OnlyFans. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even mind my girl doing OnlyFans as long as I kept all the money. I wouldn't give a shit. If I had a girl who said I want to do OnlyFans, I'm like, cool, go for it. Let me know how much money we make. You're keeping all of it, though? Fuck yes, she's mine. 100%, you're keeping all profits. I mean, I might let her buy us some shoes or something. Just based on this one clip alone, you could tell he does not view women as people. They are property, like slaves. And that's the way he uses them. He might be nice to them. He might be nasty to them. I don't fucking know. But by his own words, they are there to make him money. And that money is all his. But all in all, I mean, it goes into my bank. And I might gift her something, depending if she's been good that month. But she's my, she's my pr property. So she's selling my property. Like, if we're going to rent out my house... Then I get the money, right? You're my chick. You're my property. You're going to sell pictures of my property. Cool. Where's my money? So if there's any doubts left there, uh, Andrew does not look at women like people. You are there to be rented out to make me money. But again, that doesn't necessarily mean he's guilty. Now, some of you might wonder why Andrew Tate chose Romania of all places to live. Well, he's explained it in a helpful little video for us. This is probably 40% of the reason I moved to Romania because in Eastern Europe, none of this garbage flies. If you're going to go to the police and say he raped me back in 1988, then so we should have done something about it then. If you're going to go to the police and say he raped me yesterday, say, okay, if you've got physical evidence, or is there CCTV proof? Where to happen? Okay, let's go interview him right now. And if it wasn't really right, oh, I'd say, oh, we went to the club, we got drunk, she agreed to go back to my house, we started having sex, and then we carried on having sex, and then we had sex, and she didn't say anything wrong, and then she texted me afterwards, and I didn't text back, and now she's saying I raped her. The police would be like, okay, she's an idiot, bye. But it, it, no, not in the West. In the West, you can tell them that exact story, you're still fucked. You're fucked in the West. When people say, why did you in Romania? And I explain my five reasons. One of them is the Me Too era. They go, oh, well, you're a rapist. I say, no, I'm not a fucking rapist. But I like the idea of being able to just say, to, to do what I want. I like being free. Okay, let me just stop them right there. They go, oh, but you're a rapist. He says, no, I'm not a fucking rapist. I just like the idea of being able to do what I want. The math isn't mathing here. What, what the fuck are we even discussing this for with this guy? Why is this even coming up? If you're not a rapist, why is this even a thing? Do you know what I'm thinking about where I might like to live, you know, in the future? I think about the weather. You know, I think about properties. I don't think about where's the best place to get away with rape. It's just not on the radar. But for this guy, 40% of the reason, apparently. At best, this is fucking weird. At best. Okay, so in looking into Andrew, I found his old website, which has since been changed. Uh, you might realize why once we start reading it. Why am I an expert on all male-female interactions? I've been running a webcam studio for nearly a decade. I've had over 75 girls work for me, and my business model is different than 99% of webcam studio owners. Over 50% of my employees were actually my girlfriend at the time. Of all my girlfriends, none were in the adult entertainment industry before they met me. Well, well done. You've, uh, you've really introduced them to the good life. I really don't think this man understands what the word girlfriend actually means, just to be clear. My job was to get women to fall in love with me. It's not really a job though, is it? Literally, that was my job. My job was to meet a girl, go on a few dates, sleep with her, test if she's quality whatever that means, get her to fall in love with me to where she'd do anything I say. 
and then get her on a webcam so we could become rich together. Whether you agree or disagree with what I did with her loyalty, submission and love for me doesn't matter. The courts might disagree on that. I learned the most efficient way to meet girls, get them through the dating process, get them to bed, test if they're a good girl or not. I wonder what this test includes. Do you get them in the bed and you start passing them forms that I've written this up. So if you could just fill in the, yeah, cross, tick, wherever, okay. It's a weird guy. And then I begin the process of them falling deeper and deeper in love. That is my skill to extremely efficiently get women in love with me. That's it. And no one else on the internet is teaching this. No one. As you can see, all these pictures of him in bed with women and whatever. Do you have a girl who completely trusts your decisions, will do anything you say and loves you deeply? Yes or no? If the answer is yes, my advice, just to be clear, you might not want to listen to Andrew Tate. Just look after her. Maybe take her out, uh, show her a good time, make her feel loved. Maybe marry her, have some kids, live happily ever after. Uh, just, we'll just look at what Andrew says though, wait there. If your answer is yes, then I guarantee 90% of you are lying to yourselves. Apparently I was wrong. Uh, okay. And ask yourselves if you've ever tested your belief. If the answer is no, you're missing out on one of life's great pleasures. I'm assuming by that he means by putting your lovely girlfriend on the internet for other men to wank off to. I'm not sure if that's one of life's greatest pleasures. I've, I've never done it, so how would I know? Maybe I'm missing out on something great. If you're too busy to get one, good. The PhD system was made for you. If you're happy touching your own dick, this power is not for you. I cannot believe this man has literally got people like buying this, like it's fucking mental. So what exactly do you get with the PhD program? I will teach you how to text women, how to build your social medias to pick up women, best first dates to bring women on, best follow-up dates, how to approach women, the framework that all male-female interactions are based on, how to test to say if a woman is high quality, my opening lines, how to get women into bed. I am the most capable man in the world to teach you this power. I have a warning. There's responsibility when you have someone completely loyal to you. I've had some girls for over a decade. When someone gives themselves to you, their life path is in your hands, be wise. Look, like Spider-Man once said, with great power comes great responsibility. And when you have that power, you put the girls on the webcam, get them earning money for you. Actually, I don't remember that one in Spider-Man. It's funny that. So in regards to human trafficking and people smuggling, the term lover boys, uh, we've got a government definition for it. So you can judge whether or not Andrew Tate fits the description of what is a lover boy human trafficker. Lover boy or Romeo pimps are human traffickers who usually operate by trying to make young girls or boys fall in love with them. Sometimes they manipulate young people in other ways. Once they have victims under the influence, they exploit them, for instance, in the sex industry, like webcoming. Traditionally, a lover boy seduces young vulnerable girls over a lengthy period of time in order to exploit them sexually later on. The internet and social media are playing an increasing role in this phenomenon. For instance, social media provide lover boys with much greater scope for establishing contact with victims and gathering information about vulnerable boys and girls. This makes it easier 
for them to force their young victims into the sex industry. So does that sound like the method that Andrew Tate used on his own website? I'd rather not say. You know, I'd rather you lot be the judge of it. Here is Andrew Tate sitting in the back of the police van, looking a little cold, not quite as luxurious as the Bugatti. So these two women, uh, as you'll see right here, give us a nice little smile, are known as Andrew's two angels, Georgiana and Luana. And... Um, they played quite an interesting role in this by the looks of it. These are better quality photographs uh, Andrew might have taken himself, who knows, of the two women in question. Now, they were hauled into custody, accused of enslaving the Romanian and Moldovan women to make sex films as well as trafficking women to the UK and the US for wealthy clients. This might be more than just the webcoming, you know? This might be arranging people to meet some of these victims in question. One of them was a former Romanian police officer and another is an American citizen who is rumoured to have dated Andrew Tate for almost a year. The fact that one of them is a former police officer, wow. Um, imagine the intel that she will have on how to avoid the police and also just what that means for this entire case. The pair dubbed Tate's angels are accused of helping coerce and control at least six women to take part in online pornographic videos and the operation was allegedly kept running smoothly with the aid of these two women. Now, police source said the women financially benefited and led a fantastic life before their fall from grace. Of course they would have done. And think about their age, 32 and 28. If they're in charge they're going to be older than a lot of these young girls who are getting involved in this. One of them was a former police officer. She's going to know exactly how to intimidate people and keep control of a situation. She's perfect. So according to this article, these women were a very important part of this because they made sure that the women being held against their will did exactly as they were told. And as it says here, they lived a fantastic life, which was not keeping with their real financial position. So the money that they were spending does not add up to what they were doing. So why were they getting paid so much money? So if this is all true, then these two angels were basically acting as the Ghislaine Maxwell for Andrew Tate. You know, like Ghislaine used to be the go-between uh, between Jeffrey Epstein and his victims so that he didn't have to get his hands dirty. He wouldn't have to always be the one to make the approach. He could keep, she could keep them in line. She'd give them a warning. So that's basically what these women would be doing. Again, if this is true. And later in this article, there's also a few uh, captions from women who've now come out and said, yeah, he messaged me. He was really nice. He became controlling. And then he started telling me what to do, saying I should obey him. These, again, could be false. It could be women just trying to get attention on social media, but it's probably worth mentioning. There is a video of Andrew Tate striking a woman during what he claimed was play. Um, let's see if you agree. I said, when I, I said, tell the camera I beat you and you don't do as I say. I didn't say the word listen. Did I say the word listen? Did I say the word listen? So I'll stop the video there because that was a hell of a slap. Now, again, he denies that this is serious. He said it's it's play. She's wearing lingerie, which kind of leads into him saying that this is some sort of kinky game. But that was that was a bad slap. The clip I've actually found has another guy actually commenting on it, and I'll I'll let you listen to what he thinks. So he's breaking a whore right here. This is pimp tactics. He's getting them on such eggshells that they will evacuate and do exactly what he says. You can call it a fetish all you want. It's not a fucking fetish. It's how you break a whore. This is a whore who works under him for money, all right? And, he's, and he beats her, and then he gets her down, and he beats her with a belt, okay? I didn't say the word listen. Did I say listen? Did I say listen? No. Look at the camera. Did I say listen? No. 
This motherfucker's going on Tucker Carlson, all right? All right, so now she's crying. He's beating her with a belt. She is fucking crying as well. This, And that's where you're like, okay, if, if you were getting off on this as the girl, why would you be sobbing like that? I'm really trying to remain like as, as, as balanced as I can, but this is insanity. He did this with other men in the room. He videotaped it, and then he broadcasted it and told that's how you handle your horse. His brother, uh, from what we are led to believe, is the one holding the camera. Again, his brother and him were the ones arrested for the for for allegedly the human trafficking the abuse and all of that now the girl in question has done a video claiming she was fine with it i just wanted to say something about the video that's been released recently about me and my ex-boyfriend andrew tate andrew is my still great friend what you guys saw on the video it's just what we used to do it was just pure game he's a great guy he would never hurt anyone she herself is saying it was a game when you hear her sobbing and and being slapped in the face that hard it's really hard for me to connect these dots and, and say that she is right in what she's saying what i do know on andrew tate's final thoughts of his website he said there's a responsibility when you have someone completely loyal to you i've had some girls for over a decade we don't know if this woman is still under some sort of illusion that there's a relationship there or, or whatever. And, and there is also a chance that she might be just saying this of her own free will. It just doesn't look good in any way, shape or form. So since I recorded this video, something else has actually come out on vice.com about Andrew Tate because two women have told Vice they were violently abused, one being raped, the other one repeatedly strangled by Andrew Tate and that the UK police and Crown Prosecution Service mishandled their case. Basically, the police took four years to pass their investigation to the Crown Prosecution Service, whose job it involves assessing whether there's a realistic possibility of conviction, at which point the CPS declined to prosecute. Now, again, that does not mean he is guilty. It does not mean he is innocent. But let's watch the video and see what the woman had to say. We were just sitting on the bed and Andrew punched me in my arm. I went to the bathroom and cried. It really, really hurt to have someone just hit me in the arm for no reason. I was very confused. Sorry. Sorry, I don't want to cry. But as soon as he handed me my money, I soon forgot about him hitting me and everything else. And it was just like, wow, I've got all this money now. Like, he would just pay me a flat fee of 15 pounds an hour, which back then was fantastic. When the girl says back then, she's meaning uh, in 2015 when these accusations were originally brought up. Again, this was pre-Andrew Tate being globally known. There was no clout chasing from her in 2015. Andrew Tate had no clout. And she's still to this day hiding her identity. So this isn't someone just looking to be a celebrity off the back of Andrew Tate. Whether you believe her or not, that's up to you. But I just think it's important to recognise that. Andrew would call us lazy hoes. I saw him smack girls with a belt because she wanted a lion. He used to, um, he used to strangle us as well. <laughs> there was another time when he came into the bedroom, me and the other girl, we would sleep in the same bed with Andrew, but at this time the girl had a partner, so she was not interested in Andrew at all. And I had gone to the shower, I came back and I noticed he was like, I saw him raping her, and, um...
I don't know about you, love, but this is difficult to listen to. You know, this girl was 20 years old when she met this guy. And, you know, you're trying to make extra money because minimum wage is the option. So you're, you're doing the webcamming and trying to bring in more money. And then this ends up being what she says was her reality. And uh, the emotions feel very real in her voice. When um, Andrew was arrested, we were taken in for a proper interview and it kind of just got left. I would send emails asking them to update. I'd hear nothing back. When we reached out to Hertfordshire Police about this, they had this to say. We acknowledge that there were some delays to the investigation. <laughs> Four fucking years worth. Jesus Christ. This was addressed at the time and apologies were made. Oh, it's all right. It's all right because the police apologised. So it's fine. Don't worry about it. You witnessed the rape occurring. Did that not count as evidence for them? No. Um, they openly said it's really, really difficult to prove rape. There are multiple women uh, given their accounts here. This is just one one woman who they've interviewed, but the other woman has also backed her up. Obviously, police officers have difficult jobs, and it's not always easy just to prove something, even when you have eyewitness accounts, etc. But it's very disappointing here that this these allegations were made, and, and yet they just attract them like they weren't important. Like four years of waiting is staggering and time is of the essence in a lot of these kind of cases. The other woman who was the one who was raped also gave a statement to Vice who said, I hope and pray he's finally arrested for his disgusting abuse and crimes against young women. And I can finally exist without having to see and hear the person who degraded me and raped me all over the internet. And again, I can't say whether or not Tate is guilty or innocent, but the amount of information out there linking him with this kind of behavior is staggering. So to try and round this up, I mean, some of his fans out there believe that this is just the Matrix, the government, they're out to get him, you know? And I think about people who've really pushed the government, people like Alex Jones, who literally claimed 9-11 was an inside job for 20 years and is still out here doing videos with Kanye West. Edward Snowden, who leaked classified documents and now is doing podcasts with Joe Rogan. People who really fucking pushed the government, you know? Andrew Tate is nothing more than an entertainer who's on every fucking podcast who will have him on. You know, he's a bit of a celebrity, but to insinuate that the reason he's being prosecuted by authorities is down to him challenging the mainstream media, I think is so laughable. In terms of whether he's guilty or not, again, I don't know. But the man's been accused of something very, very serious. Things like human trafficking and rape. These charges carry 10 to 20 years. And his tweet from prison, you know, I've watched Netflix documentaries where serial killers and the like, they don't acknowledge anything to do with what they're accused of and they speak about themselves in a way that's delusional. Listen to this tweet. I was made for battle, a warrior of the light. My enemies hope to attack me with lies. They try to destroy the family unit. They try to silence any loud opposition. I refuse to leave fellow men in the dark. Someone needs to show them the light. Who better? than Tate. But you've been arrested for fucking human trafficking here. This is the ramblings of an absolute narcissistic lunatic to me. But to put that tweet out when that's what you've been accused of, it's absolutely mental. So I'll leave it at that. Um, obviously, his defenders will be there in the comments, battling hard, defending the soldier of the light. But hopefully, some of you common sense folk out there will have your own minds uh, to make up. We'll see what happens. I'm sure he'll probably get out uh, because the guy's got a lot of money. And whatever happens, I just hope that the, the, 
there's justice and that uh, if there are if there are victims out there that they are looked after. Don't forget to hit the like button, subscribe. Thanks for watching, and I'll see you later.